Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Time for another week of the N4G Radio. This is episode number 280 for the week of February 18th, 2013. And with me this week, I have Jason the GamesCon. Greetings, programs. I have Mr. Drew. Hey. And finally, I have Mr. Dave. Hi. 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 How you doing? I'm just, I'm fabulous. Fabulous. You super? I am super. Thanks for asking. But anyway, we're going to talk about some games. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on this week. Uh, and then more stuff going on later this week. Yep. That we will certainly be talking about next week. And actually some good releases this week to talk about. So let's let's just get right into this. Let's talk to Jason and see what he's been fondling. Make our iPhone jokes and let's move on. Yes, um, you know, actually, I haven't really been playing that much this whole week. Uh, this week has been pretty, um, pretty dry. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, of course, I played more Puzzles and Dragons. Uh, for the love of yes. God. Yes. <laughs> the, the addiction continues. Every week. I gotta hear yep. about this game. Yeah, I think I'm like rank 28. Um, I don't think I, I, I didn't play it as much as I have in the past weeks, but I, I did, I have logged on every, every day. Man, somebody sent a message already. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, it's cute. I, I, I was actually, I was actually really thinking about how, um, the, the way that the developer Gun Gunho, um, I was think, I was really thinking about how this game is so addictive. Are we really going to talk about Puzzle and Dragons again? Just briefly, because it's pretty much pretty much what I've been playing. Yeah, um, it's the whole Stanima meter. The Stan- what? Yeah, there's a stamina meter which allows stamina. Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure there wasn't some new crazy Japanese word I didn't know about. (laughs) Yeah, stamina. Let's fucking love. But yeah, this allows you to to play the game only a limited for a limited time. Where (laughs) you can. (laughs) Yeah, you, you. The game actually makes it to where you don't get burnout on it. It, because it gives you it gives you certain things to do, um, but you only have a 
let's say there's a, a weekend dungeon, and the dungeon's only around for Saturday and Sunday, so you only have two days to play it. But the game makes it to where you can't play it as many times as you want. It actually, it, it's actually designed to be like, oh, you've uh, used half of what you're able to, you know, play at this one time, and you're going to have to wait, like, I think it takes like, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes for a point to be regained, and every time you play the dungeon, it uses up like 15 points. Protect my boss. So, yeah, it's, it has this, uh, the game ha- has this rhythm to it. A rhythm of timing that, uh, that, 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 that gives you incentive for keep playing, but at the same time, kind of like, no, 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 you can't play it too much. No, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Yeah, uh-uh. exactly. exactly. Please! Crap. I hate this hacker crap. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like the game itself kind of parents you to the I point. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like once you get really into it, then it's like, oh, you can't play anymore. You gotta wait till later. I think the the reason why they do that is to make you buy. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's the basis on the game. I think it's so they can go, hey, why don't you buy this? You can play as much as you want. Well, yeah, you you can buy magic stones, and you yeah, can use, you can use magic stones to extend your time. Yay! They're trying to make you buy stuff. Yeah, it's just the free to play model. We've seen it a million times before. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but the thing is, the difference I feel that between this game and other free-to-play games is that I mean you can get you can get a pretty full experience from just from just uh, the, the planet free I mean that's all I've been doing so far and that's all my wife has been doing so far and uh, my wife <laughs> she just ranked up to level 50 Jesus Christ yeah my, my wife she wow it's Probably, probably about an hour a day, maybe, of plan of gameplay time, straight up gameplay time, straight wow. up. Yeah, and I probably, I probably put in a good half hour a day playing it. Oh well, the family that plays together. Yep, it's it's sweet. I mean, like I said, it's probably one of the best, the best iOS game I've ever played. Back out. Yep, and um, that is actually the only game I played this past week. And that's why we had to talk about it. Yes, that that, that is why we had to talk about it. However, however, soon, uh, Fire Emblem will be also another subject. Cause, um, because you refuse to buy it digitally? No, it my uh, my patience have, has finally paid off. <laughs> It uh, I I uh, I I got it the other day, but I haven't had time to play it. Oh well, there you go. So that's your future. Yes, that is my future. Let's fighting love. Yep. I need that song in an MP3 form now. Right now. I'm sure it exists. Oh, I guarantee it exists. But I'm not going to get into that today. I'm just going to move on to Drew. Let's talk okay. about aliens. 
Okay, well. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that game. That's the hot button. The hot button. That's the hot game right now. People's that's people's pissed. People suing Gearbox. That's that's the hot shit. False hey, advertising. Hey, 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 can I make that joke that everybody's making, huh? Can I? But who are you? I'm I'm the I'm the internet guy who wants to insert joke that everybody says here. <laughs> Was that game over, man? Is that the one you want? Yeah, man, game over, man, game over. <laughs> 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 Did you even play Aliens? No, I, I just I just wanted to insert stupid joke there. Oh, okay. So, so, <laughs> I played it. I did too. I, I reviewed it. it. Yeah, it's uh, a. It's a hot mess. I saw that video though. The video that shows all the crazy. Oh, silly. the dubstep, the wub wub. Yeah, the wub wub fun. video. I still think the Benny Hill video of the blind alien is the best one. Well, see, here's my beef with that right there because that gif went on Reddit. <laughs> what? It's hilarious. Well, the gif went on it's Reddit, and every and the the big title was "This is how bad the AI is in Aliens: Colonial Marines." That's misleading as fuck. Due to the fact that is a part of the game that is supposed to happen. Well, see, it might be misleading in that context, but the AI is stupid as fuck. The AI is fucking stupid. Yeah, but it's not that fucking bad. It's it's pretty bad. It's it's like I mean, it's a shooting gallery. That's what it ends up being. It's a cardboard shooting gallery. These aliens run directly towards you, and they have two frames of animation. They the the human enemies stay behind cover even though you're directly behind them shooting them with a flamethrower. Their heads pop like cherries when you shoot when you get a headshot. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's so bad. Like I shoot the dude in the head and it's like Poink. looks but, like a scene from that uh, uh, Ricky O video. The, oh yeah, Ricky O. Yeah, Ricky O. The Legend of Ricky O. Yeah, which if you if you haven't seen that movie, you should probably go watch that movie because Never heard of it. it's it's one of the greatest stupid movies ever made. Dude, it is fantastic. Oh my god, it's it's uh, that you, you have seen part of that movie because they've used that head exploding scene in a lot of internet videos. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, but there's a scene in that movie where he rips some dude's intestines out, and it's just oh my god, it's hilarious. It's fantastic. It's, that movie, yeah, like, but that's what it reminds me of when the dude when you get a headshot, dude's heads just pop like a cherry. Scenes from the ridiculous Ricky O movie. Oh, see that <laughs> man, Aliens is so bad. Like I did, I, you played it on PC, which I'm sure is a little better than the console. Yeah. But visually on the console, that thing looks like like stirred crap. Yeah, I, I heard that it looks like crap. But I heard that it also has like bad screen tearing and like every, slowdown and stuff. Every time you turn the camera, the screen tears, um, and it looks like it looks like a last gen Xbox game to begin with so the fact that they're yeah. tearing is absolutely terrible I the, that, see, that doesn't happen on the PC version the PC version runs fine uh, it's just there's <laughs> it's just that you issues. have to play it yeah there's clipping <laughs> issues and I have to give it to them the shooting actually works I mean it's not like I shoot at something and it just doesn't register I mean it does work you know and the bad thing is the single player is is stupid, boring, the voice acting's horrible. It's it's just really bad, but you but it's think not Michael Bean. I don't give a flying fuck. I mean he's been in everything oh. He's been in nothing. The the problem is is that I was thinking 
Well, maybe because I, if you watch the video that I made, the video I I kind of just said it's not that bad, but that that was like the second day I played it, All and right. the third and I I couldn't get into any type of multiplayer. The what? third day, I got into the multiplayer, and you'd think you know they've had other games that had to do with aliens versus something. They can't fuck that up. But they did. You want bet? They did. Because you'd think playing as these hardcore aliens would be fun, but it's fucking not. Because they go down in one fucking hit, it seems like, in the multiplayer. Uh. The Marines are way overpowered in the multiplayer. It's just not fun. It's because they're chicks and dicks. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. This fucking game... Shit in my breakfast. That was another line from from the game. Are you shitting my breakfast? No, it was like an exclamation. Like oh the God, the pilot landed the 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 plane and landed it kind of weird and said shit in my breakfast. Well, honey, that's yeah, that that is a day ruiner. To be fair, <sighs> I just that, like like I just shit in my breakfast, or there is shit in my breakfast, or excuse me, miss, would you please shit in my breakfast? Like, what's what's the context for that? Oh, uh, let's it, go, it, let's go with the latter. Yeah, it depends right, on fair the enough. situation. <laughs> how much money you have? Uh, yeah, how much money do you have? I mean, if you Google that, I'm sure you can find breakfast shitters or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> but, um, the <laughs> The, the the presentation is good. What? It has <laughs> the presentation as far as how the game is is. It boots. Shot. Not like that. I, I'm not I talking about. That. I'm not talking about technical stuff. I'm talking like it has the 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 original soundtrack from the movies. It has all the sound effects that work, you know, and it, it feels like an aliens game. Except it's for just, except for the lines, man. The dialogue is terrible. The dialogue is fucking stupid. Whenever I mean, whenever Bishop isn't talking, that's when you run away. And he doesn't talk much. I mean it is at least Lance Hendrickson. I mean I guess. I don't know. Is it? It is. It is. Did they, you not watch the title screen where it popped up and it was like Lance Hendrickson? I wasn't really paying attention. You probably should have, because it, it did say Michael Bean. I mean, come on. He's got to be doing something else, right? <laughs> but yeah, that game is... It's, it's shit. It, it's bad. It's, it's really it, bad. It really, it really is bad. You, you know, I, I tried my best to say, hey, it's okay. No, it, it's just bad. It's not a good game. Like, I played the first two levels, and then I turned it off, and I'm like, I will never play this again. It's awful. Yeah, the, the the bad thing about the whole thing is is that when you're in the sewers and you're trying to, to walk by the blind aliens that's, that's the best part of that game. It's it's creepy and it's kinda scary because you know, if you move they'll hear you moving and stuff like that and it has a little bit of atmosphere to it. But that that goes to show you that the best part of your shooting game is when you don't shoot. So, uh, just don't buy that game. No, it's staggering the amount of people that's playing it, though. I I have yet to see somebody on my friends list play it, and I oh. I'm thankful that nobody is that insane. My Steam friends. You, it sounds like you need to get new friends. No, I've got a <laughs> lot of friends on my Steam account. It's, Apparently, it's like, they have bad taste. 
They well see, and that's another thing that pissed me off is the fact that everybody is is crying foul over this, which I understand they should, but you shouldn't cry foul over something if you fucking wait until you read the reviews and hear how the game is. This is why I'm totally against fucking pre-ordering a game. Okay. You shouldn't be against pre-ordering a game because you don't have to buy it. Exactly. You don't, If you pre-order it, you're not locked into purchasing the game. Remember, I know. Remember that. But people buy it anyway. Well, of course they do. They want something is to it, go on the internet it, and complain about. Is it is it going to kill you to wait one day so you can read a review? Yeah. Well, just that, my ass. That's how people roll, dog. And then they they bring up the like they're trying to start a lawsuit against them for false advertising and stuff uh, like that. I'm like you, know you got fucking shitty. You me. people are stupid as the people who made this game. <coughs> Seriously. In fact, I don't really know who made this game. Well, there's like four different studios. Yeah, there was like I did see that in the opening credits. It was <laughs> produced by this and made by this, and oh, the online shit was made by this guy. And you know, a game is no good when every developer that worked on it is trying to pin it on another developer. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do it. It was that guy. He did the shading. I'm starting to believe that Gearbox should really not make any games outside of Borderlands. Like they, they should just make Borderlands and and just be done with that. Because I will tell you right now, Duke Nukem Forever, as crappy as that game is, is a hundred times better than Aliens Colonial Marines. Woo! Yeah, that's rough. That and is a bold statement. You know that's and and Duke Nukem Forever is a broken hot mess. To uh, yeah, to be fair, like ninety percent of that game wasn't Gearbox. No, it wasn't. But still. Uh, and probably some large percentage of Aliens Colonial Marines isn't Gearbox either. They need to stop putting their name on some crappy games. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they just need to be more careful about what they slap their name on. Yeah. I, I don't know who made, like, TimeGate is one of the developers in this, and they made Section 8, which is not a terrible game. So it's like the 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 credo of a lot of these developers that worked on this game, they've not made terrible games, but somehow when they all get together, man, they get up real good. Well, I mean, it's been in development hell for six years. Yep, started in 2006. It's like, it's especially like everybody sat around and said, man, we really don't want to make this game. Which I, I can't understand why. Why would you not want to make a good Aliens game? I don't know. It's got the fan base. <laughs> nuts. Everybody wanted to make a good Aliens game, just nobody wanted to make this game. Yeah, maybe they should have just canceled this game, because apparently they canceled the wrong game. There was another Aliens game that's been canceled that people forgot about. Poor Sega. Yeah, they just can't get yeah. the break. Uh, and Sega's apparently they knew it sucked, which is kind of funny. That's what happens when the Dreamcast dies. Oh Jesus! This is what it sounds like when the Dreamcast dies. Yep, exactly. Oh God! No, this is not that, dude. Let it go. It's been fourteen years. I know, but <laughs> no, but nothing. <laughs> it's been fourteen years. Let that system die. Don't worry, Nintendo be next. It's a great system, oh. but jeez, just let it die. The problem with the Wii U dying though is it won't have great games like Power Stone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It will die with, like, Bayonetta and the Wonderful 101. These were the greatest games ever made. God. Seriously, if I, if I see, like, a fucking 
band of people like supporting the Wii U after it dies. Man, it was such a great system. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It's so <laughs> awesome. I still there's, love playing off TV screen. That's I, I love that feature. I really do. And, and there's people who have a rational support for every failed system. I mean, oh, that's, of course. There's a that's Jaguar. A there's a Jaguar fan base out there somewhere. Somewhere there's a bunch of people in a Neo Geo support group going, "This was the shit." Oh, Neo Geo's huge. You, you got to get a little more obscure than that. You got to go like 3DO, 3DO, CDI, something like that. Zero. What's up? Are you not looking forward to Monster Hunter? No, I've I've never played any, I've never played any of those games, and I have no interest in playing any of those games. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to not have an interest in a game. I mean, uh, <sighs> I'm looking forward to Monster Hunter on the 3DS. I'm not. I haven't looked forward to that game on any system. I've never played a Monster Hunter game. <sighs> I have no desire to play Monster Hunter. The only, really? the only games that I'm interested in on the Wii U right now was I was interested in Rayman, which is pointless now. I'll just get it on the 360. Uh, and Lego City, which I'm kind of lukewarm on because the Lego games kind of play like crap. So I'd be interested to see how an open world Lego game plays. Hmm. So I don't... And then, of course, the games that they're they're talking about, but they haven't shown yet. Like a new Mario, a new Zelda. Uh, obviously, I'm interested in Bayonetta. But so I mean, you didn't really like playing Fantasy Star Online. I thought it was okay back on the Dreamcast. Yeah. But well, I mean, well, Monster Hunter is is like a really, really. It's basically if you take Fantasy Star Online and interject. The difficulty of uh, Demon Souls into it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that's for me. I, I tried to play Fantasy Star again, and I'm like, eh. I tried to play it a couple times, and I'm just. I think I think you should give it a chance, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it just might be. Uh... Are you trying peer pressure on me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, maybe you should go play something that I like. <laughs> maybe I will sometime. <laughs> maybe you should. <laughs> okay, children. Let's. I got more games to talk about. Okay, let's talk about something besides Aliens because that game is crap. Yeah, don't buy that game, please. Don't, don't buy that game. It's going to be twenty bucks real soon, and that's still too much. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never buy it. No. Um, I don't know if there's an embargo on it. The Generation of Chaos game. That's a good question. Why don't you talk about something else and I'll go look. Okay. Um, I, for some reason, popped in uh, Sonic Generations again. Yeah. What reason? I, I was bored. Okay. And I wanted to play something. So, that's a fun game just to pop in and play a couple levels and leave. Which I actually today I S ranked every act, so that's something. There is no embargo for Generation of Chaos. Cool. Well, then I'll talk about Generation of Chaos. Yeah, because Sonic's a little old. Yeah, Sonic is old. Which I did review that, and if you ever do want to read my review, it's over at ztgd.com. It is, and it's a good, <laughs> it's a good game. That's that's a very good game. Uh, so Generation of Chaos is a PSP game. Yes, they are still making PSP games. PSP. Can can you play this on the Vita? I wonder. Uh, do not know. 
Okay. Um, they've kind of been pretty good about PSP releases being backward compatible out of the gate, but I, I don't know. So, uh, Generation of Chaos is, is called Generation of Chaos Pandora's Reflection. Oh, snap. This is the sixth Generation of Chaos game. God. I did not know God. that. Um, it's actually kind of cool. Um, it's like a mixture between a turn-based strategy game and a real-time strategy game. Really? Yeah. NIS America made a strategy game? Yes. Holy. Amazingly enough. Holy amazeballs. So, the best comparison I could probably make is Fire Emblem. It's, uh, it's a lot like a Fire Emblem game where you have different, you have a map and you, you have a, it's hard to explain. You, it's like you a, have a map. You have a map, see, and there's bases, like in a real time strategy game, and this is where you spawn your units. Okay. And, um, your units actually move in real time, you can tell them where to go, and they will slowly start to go there. If a unit, if your friendly unit runs into an enemy unit, you go into like a, um, it's kind of like a battle screen, but it's, it's, you know, you don't actually do any type of action. You can choose which, uh, uh, weapon you want to use. Some weapons, they have like the rock, paper, scissors thing, but the weapons. Um, and, uh, when you do an attack, it's it basically like, a, a quick time event, but not really a quick time event. It's basically like a line fills up, and when you hit, when it crosses a barrier, you have to hit the X button. And it make your attack stronger and stuff like that. It's actually really cool. It's all about positioning your, uh, characters around the battlefield you can take different position points and stuff like that um it's very story driven and so far the story's pretty cool there is no character with amnesia yay holy holy crap I know a JRPG without a character with amnesia but it amnesia. has maps thank, it does have thank, maps thank god for maps well it's like the that's like the battlefield map like whenever you're taking your units and moving them to where you want them to go. Um, you can do like different summons that can affect different things. Like you can damage all the enemies on the screen or it can heal all your allies that are out on the battlefield. Um, there's win conditions and lose conditions much like in uh, Fire Emblem and stuff like that. The best comparison would be is that this is a real-time Fire Emblem game. And it works. It's fun. Um, it's You can like, you know, your characters level up. They can learn new abilities. Uh, you can um, level up the uh, your weapons, and um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's actually really fun. Um, expect my full review sometime this week. Uh, the game's already out, right? Or is it coming out this week? Nineteenth. Uh, the nineteenth. So Tuesday, oh, I think. Okay, so Tuesday. It'll be out Tuesday. I don't really know how much, but it's for the PSP. You can download it off the PSN. Uh, in fact, I think that's probably the only way you can get it. That would be my guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if you're in strategy games, and uh, if you've ever played a Generation of Chaos game, I guess it's a lot like the other ones. I don't, I've don't. i never played any of the other ones, but this game is actually really solid. It, it, it surprised me, because when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, God, an Idea Factory, no less. Idea Factory RPG. They're a factory of ideas. Oh God, Idea Factory! How I loathe you sometimes. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, Hyperdimension Neptunia. It's coming. It's in. The, it's in the trunk of my car. I haven't had a chance to get to the post office. Ugh. 
Why do you torture me? But because the second one wasn't that bad. I'll give it that. Well, it's gonna have some crazy Japanese love stuff, right? I, I guess probably. I mean, yeah. it's it's Japanese, so I mean, pff, come on. <laughs> Hyper Dimension Attuny is just a weird game series in and of itself. You play as a failed console. Yeah, no. And then there's the other consoles. Yeah, there's the Xbox girl, and there's the PlayStation girl, and the Wii girl. I wonder if it'll be a Wii U girl this time. Oh, yeah, she's got a touch screen on her chest. Breasts. Something. Yeah. Somewhere. I'm sure. Can you use a stylus on that? Maybe. Gross. Yeah, but uh, the second one wasn't that bad, which I give all that credit to uh, Inafune because he helped work on that game. Inafune. Yep. So hopefully the third one has him on it again. Just a big picture of his face. Like, Hello. Actually, actually, a big picture of his face was in the second one. Okay. Anyway, so Generation Chaos. It's not bad. Pick it up. Pick it up. Um, Pick it up. Just, just do it. Yeah. We got a PSP. Played some more Path of Exile and Diablo three. Diablo. I'm in a rut right now. Oh, I don't really. There's plenty coming. I know. That's the thing. I have so many games on my hard drive. I just don't know what to play. I played some Borderlands two. Started a new character. Got an assassin up to level twenty two now. Jesus. Is that his name? Yeah, I named him Jesus. You can't name characters in Borderlands. Okay, then why'd you ask? <laughs> because. Did you start a new character in Diablo 3? No. Okay. I, I, I did, but I played it to like level 4 and just turned it off. I, I, like I played with some friends um, and used my Witch Doctor. Okay. Did he so. tell you what to do? Yep. It was ooh ee ooh ah. Ting tang, walla walla bing bang? Yes. That's racist. God, you always every time I bring up the witch doctor at <laughs> Diablo, you always do that. I do, and then I say it's racist. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I'm in a rut right now. I need something to play that that's not an obligation, like not a review game or anything like that. I talked about Team X right last week. Special Forces, yes. Yeah, talked about that. Anything else that I reviewed? Primal Carnage, I played more of that. That's fun. Still waiting on you to get it. I've got it. I just need a PC to run it. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's about it as far as future stuff goes. I'm going to play some more Generation Chaos, get my review out there. Um, System Shock 2. That game's rough. The game's old. The game's old and it's rough. It's hard to play. Gotta get, uh, gotta get into that mojo. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's totally like Bioshock. I've never played this game before, but it's totally like a Bioshock game. Well, I will play some co-op with you once again when I get my PC. What? The System Shock? Yeah. There's co-op in that game? Three player. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. I did not know that. Oh. I, given when that game came out, I can't imagine that you need much of a PC to run it. No. But I'm not setting anything up until I get my machine running. <sighs> I can't use a mouse and keyboard to save my life. 
I'm trying to play through Stalker for for Zombie Frog for um, Phoenix Down. I, I can't do it anymore. Maybe you should learn it, Mister PC Man. I'm trying. I, I'm, I'm actually getting decent. Eventually, when we did Amnesia for Phoenix Down, I just invested in uh, what's that program that lets you map keyboard and mouse controls to a 360 controller? Shit, I There's can't think of it. Uh, there's one that's like 10 bucks that actually works pretty nicely that I eventually just broke down and did that because I am terrible with mouse and keyboard as well. Yeah, the problem is with Stalker though is that they use every fucking key on the keyboard. It's, it's like the, every button does something. So, it, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting okay with it now. Like I've progressed, I'm, I'm so amazingly enough, I've progressed a lot in that game. But you can hear more about that with Phoenix Down. I think I'm done. I don't know what to talk about. I don't have any I, like. I, okay, yeah. well, I'm sorry. I'm gonna move on to Dave then, since you just you seem to be flustered. I'm not flustered. I played Aliens. God damn it. So did I, and I'm still <laughs> able to hold a conversation. I had to beat it though. Well, it hurt him. You know, I've had to play crap. I had to play Omuerta, okay? Show me on this doll where aliens touched you, Drew. Exactly. Play the Benny Hill music when it touches you. Right in the power loader. (laughs) That that will forever be embedded in my brain, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't think I can think about that game without thinking about that. All right, so I guess I'll move on to Mr. Dave. Oh, all right. Uh, it's been a little bit since I've been on here. Uh, just recap quickly. Uh, reviewed Skulls of the Shogun, which is a very cute, uh, fun little turn-based strategy game. Uh, that is made for people like me who are kind of turned off slash intimidated by the full-blown strategy game. It kind of eases you in nicely and never gets too overly complicated and it's fun. Plus yeah, it's can, got a great art style. Plus you can eat skulls. Yes, you can eat your opponent's skulls and they give you powers. The, so, so. the sound that it makes when you eat a skull is just it's gritty. It's it's pretty great. Yeah, it's it, like it, that was the the thing that stuck with me when I played it was just dude when he eats a skull, that sound is and that that game's got a great sense of humor. Like the the dialogue is funny. They work in, uh, there's an anchorman line that gets thrown in there. There's a reference to poisons. Every rose has its thorn that's in there. Like it, it really does not take itself too seriously. And it just, it, it works really well. If you're not a particular strategy person, then that game still totally works. You know, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but since you brought up working in references, I can't not talk about this. I, I've been playing Metal Gear Rising, and there is a reference to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Vanilla Ice, and that's where I'll leave it. Seriously? Yes. At the same Holy time? Cow. At the same time. Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Like, I literally laughed, like, out loud when that scene happened. Uh, okay. Better or worse than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reference in Borderlands 2? Well, the one in Borderlands 2 is pretty long and substantial. You know, so it's it's like a whole mission, whereas this is just a one-off line. 
Um, yeah, I, well, I guess uh, the one in Borderlands 2 really worked for me because I didn't put it together until it actually happened. Oh, God, I think I know what this reference is probably going to be. This, this, I mean, this is blatant. Like, <laughs> straight out. Yeah, you're going to... Yeah, I, I mean, I can't even, like, go into detail, but there's, there's a song that is sung, and it's oh, awesome. God, I know oh. this. Is it the actual song? Yeah, they it's it, yeah. It's it's a line of it and it's it's brilliant and Oh god. It's so good. Like that that, that just totally tells you how it keeps the metal gear kind of weirdness to it. So But no, I had to bring that up because man, that that stuck with me. There's a lot of dialogue in that game that sticks with me, but that one that one's there for a good long time. Wow. I'm just going to YouTube it because if somebody's even got it yet, because the game's not out yet, you know. What I, mean? I thought the game already came out. No, it's not out. That's why I can't talk about it. Oh, but you can talk about that. Well, I mean, it's just a line. Way to ruin it, Ken. I spoiled the whole game by telling you there's an, a Ninja Turtle Vanilla Ice line in the game. You forgot to shout "Spoiler Alert" for five solid minutes beforehand. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler Alert. Rewind and skip it. <laughs> Truthfully, if we're hiding those kind of spoilers, we just need to go away. It still, it still will not take away from that scene when it happens in the game, and and you have no idea where it comes from. So, but anyway, go ahead. Okay, I'll continue. Uh, I played the Hitman HD trilogy. <sighs> Here, that's pretty good. <laughs> I booted if, it up, but that was it. I didn't play it. If you are someone who has very fond memories of those original games and does not have those games anymore, then it's probably not a bad investment. But it's it's really weird. If they skip Hitman 1 entirely and instead include Blood Money, which is a this-generation game, so they're including an already HD game in their HD trilogy... <laughs> I couldn't tell really any difference in the first two games with the exception of, you know, the lines are a little bit cleaner. Uh, you don't have, like, the kind of pop-in that you would have other times, but the gameplay is still the same. You still kind of get stuck going through doors. You know, it's still very, oh, somebody saw you. All right, now get shot by a bunch of guys. Well, um, yeah, that's always been the Hitman thing, though. Is like if you get seen, the shooting is so terrible that even if you could kill them all, you you couldn't kill them all. And and oddly enough, that gets worse as the series progresses. Like in the first game in the trilogy, which is Contracts, mm-hmm. uh, no, Silent yeah, Assassin. Silent Assassin. Yeah, it's Hitman too. You can kind of shoot your way out of trouble in that game. By the time it gets up to Blood Money. Like there was one level where no matter what I did, someone would see me, and then it was just endless torrents of guys with shotguns. It, it was like there was a spawn point right near me. Well, yeah, they wanted to make sure that you played stealthfully. And, and that's the thing. The, the games are designed so that you, know, you have... The challenge is you have seven saves per level, and the challenge is to finish the level using less than those seven saves. So the expectation is you will die and you will die a lot until you find what happens to be the perfect way to get through this. And that they added a easy difficulty in Blood Money where you had infinite saves, right? Yeah. And it is harder to get spotted. There, there's a couple of differences. The infinite saves is the main one. And I know the big knock, you know, from the hardcore on, a, on Absolution was... 
you know, they've dumbed it down, they've made it easier. I don't see that. After playing these games, to me, Absolution can be as easy or as hard as you want it to be. You can play that game exactly like these if you put it on Professional or... Is Expert the top difficulty? Silent is... Like Silent Assassin or something it's, like that? It, it's, it's Professional or Expert or something like that. Yeah. But also... The early games really start to feel like, okay, there is one path through this, and I'm just, you know banging my head against a wall trying to find it. Absolution really opens things up. There's a dozen different ways to tackle anything. It is just a much more fully evolved product. So the problem is you release this HD trilogy two months after what is, in my opinion, the pinnacle of your series, and now it's sitting on a shelf next to the best game you've ever put out. Who's buying this? You know, if you're someone like me who was introduced to it with Absolution, going back is just painful and sad, and there's no point to it. If the only person that this is for is for someone who's loved those games and no longer has them, and one of them is already available on this platform for less than, you know, you can probably pick up a used copy of Blood Money for 10 bucks. Yeah. Why but- am I paying $40? For two games that really don't benefit from the HD, the, when you do an HD trilogy, you know, cinematics and stuff like that don't get redone because they're not in game engine. And I get that. But the cinematics in contracts are so fucking muddy and pixely and just gross that I'm not a graphics person by nature, but it's insane. Just how it looks comparatively to anything even remotely modern. You know, it's, they didn't HD these games. They are these games that happen to be playing on an HD set. Was the first Hitman on the PlayStation 1? No. The first Hitman was only PC. Only PC. Oh, Which okay. is the weird thing, because even if you didn't HD it, I would think that most Hitman fans would prefer to have that. Because it's a game that there's probably a fair amount of people who have never been able to play. I've never played it. Well, they also probably didn't want to put the work into consolizing that game. Right, because that game has never had controller support. They probably know that this thing isn't going to sell, you know, gangbusters, so we're not going to put millions of dollars worth of work into consolizing an old PC game. We're just going to put the ones out there that did eventually have controller support. Are they all yeah. made by the same company? Yeah, IO has made every Hitman yeah. game. Okay. game. And they also and, made and I mean, Freedom Force, which or not Freedom Force, Freedom Fighters. Freedom Fighters, yeah. Well, that game was fucking awesome. That Yeah, everybody loved Freedom Fighters back in the day. Why didn't they make a sequel to that? Uh, probably because IO's just going to go back to making Hitman because Freedom Fighters didn't sell. Well, If, if they want to keep making games like Absolution, they can knock themselves out. And I will be... All in for that. And Blood Money plays like a fairly modern game. You know, it plays like a game that came out six years ago. It's rough, though. That game's rough. It's hard. It is is very hard. And it's, you know, it's that same thing. It's keep doing this until you figure out how not to fuck it up. Exactly. And that's why I couldn't play those games is because I've tried to play Blood Money so many times and I just can't. It's not for me. In the second level of Contracts you need to assassinate somebody in a building. And basically, you start out by picking up a sniper rifle, 
which you cannot conceal on your person. And basically, this whole area has been locked down. They know someone is coming. So your goal is just to maneuver around with this sniper rifle in your hand and not be seen by anyone. That is the only way to, you know, it's not like you can, you know, sneak by or steal somebody's clothes and and try and, nope, you just have to not be seen, which means you do it again and again and again until you memorize where everybody's at. That's that's not fun. No. I, I don't. You know, I, I mean, I I gave it, a, I think, a six and a half because it is what it claims to be. It is those three games running on your current system. You know, it is what it sets out to be. My question is just who wants what that thing sets out to be? And that, and that audience has to be very limited. Yeah, it's just people who have fond memories of those games and don't own them anymore. Sure. And, and you know, more power to them. There it is. You can get it pretty cheap and... You can have it in your collection and and be happy with it. I just uh, after after playing what I consider to be a much 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 better game, I can't imagine choosing the trilogy over Absolution. So that was that. Yeah. Uh, then I don't know. I've played a mess of other stuff. I played a bunch of Torchlight Two this week. I played a bunch of uh, I think I played a little bit of Borderlands Two. Uh, I've been doing a lot of the downloadable daily puzzles for Professor Layton. Um, and then for review right now, I have Antichamber, which that's out, isn't yeah, it? That's out. Yeah. Okay. Antichamber is, to me, it is like waking up in an insane asylum in a dream and trying to escape. It is, it is all, the game is almost all, you know, just like stark white walls. There's, color is the exception rather than the rule. And your environments and, I guess not the physics of them, but your environments and the structure of them are constantly changing. Uh, like you might, you will go around and around and around in this hallway that just keeps repeating and then turn around to find something totally different. It is no longer the hallway you came down. Sounds like a mind funk. Yeah, you'll be walking down a hallway and you will suddenly fall down somewhere and then look up and there's no hole that you fell through. You get to a part later on. Um, well, I guess I don't... It's, it's not a spoiler, but it's it's a fun thing when you figure it out, so I don't want to talk about that. Okay. But you you will find guns that will allow you to maneuver blocks in the environment and you'll solve puzzles using those blocks. And each gun that you find significantly changes your abilities and what you can do. So it's really, it's kind of, you get used to how this thing is structured originally, then you get a gun and that changes everything. And then you get another gun, and that changes everything. And then you get a third gun, and that changes everything. So it is very cool in that sense. The downside of that sort of thing is just in terms of navigation, in terms of planning how to get through a puzzle, it can be frustrating because everything is so obscured. You know what I mean? You're not you're not dealing with a defined set of rules 
So you're like, oh, I bet I can do this. Oh, no, I totally fell through the floor. Or I bet I can get here this way. And nope, everything changed. That can be the kind of frustrating. But in the right mindset, once you're in it, it is very cool and it is totally different from anything else. Uh, so if, I can, you know, I can't, I can't even really think of something to it's like compare portal? it to. Is it portalish? It is, it is, it is portalish in the sense that you need to get used to thinking in the terms that this game operates in. But, you know, even still with portal, you know how this works. You know, if you shoot a portal here, you get one over here. Um, and portal is, you know, linear start to finish. Any chamber, you can at any time hit escape and you go back to basically this big wall that is your entire map and you can choose and jump anywhere. And you have to do that because it, it really doesn't kick in until you find the second gun and you realize how much these things will change. But like with the first gun, there were a bunch of different rooms that I was just trying and trying and trying and could not figure out how to get out of them and didn't realize until I found the second gun that that was required to solve those puzzles. So you will need to jump around and you will run into things that are absolutely not solvable with the equipment you currently have. And sometimes the hard part in that game is determining whether or not you're just having a hard time solving this or whether you legitimately can't and need to go somewhere else and start doing something else until you find something that will allow you to come back. So that's that's kind of where a little bit of that frustration sets in, where you just wind up jumping around from room to room and trying to find something that you can do, hoping that it will lead you to the item that you need to do this other thing that you can't do. Hmm. Does it have a story? No. So you just start, go. Yeah, and and that's why it's it's kind of like I say, it kind of feels like you're in this weird dream where you just sort of start in this place and start wandering and have all of this weird stuff happen. There's I wonder. I wonder if the game even has an end. Yeah, it does. It does have an end. There is an end. Yeah, I suspect that it does. As you go along the way, you will find these little pictures on the wall, and when you click them, they'll fade out and fade in with a saying like, sometimes you need to forget what you know to find the solution or something like that. They're sort of little hints about each puzzle, and when you go back to that central room, all of those pictures start populating a wall. So it's almost it's almost like this weird little system of in-game achievements so at some point that wall is going to fill up with pictures and I think you will be done with the game like I'm I'm in an area where I'm climbing up in a tower theoretically to something and there's an exit right at the very beginning the first time you hit it it says you know you're not even close the second time it's like you know some people would see this as the glass being half full you know you keep coming back to it and the message changes Sort of indicating that you are progressing towards the end, but I'm not sure how far the end is. I suspect there's at least one more gun, and I'm on the third one. I think. Is that a controller support? Nope. Shit. 
that was that was disappointing to me too. Honestly, though, um, aside from some light platforming, it's really not necessary, and it's it's actually probably better that they don't have it, just because of the way that the aiming works when you're removing and placing cubes and stuff like that. It's it's better with the mouse, um, even if. You know, getting getting around there. There's never anything really like twitch super fast that you have to do. Yeah. So as long as you're competent with a keyboard and mouse, you'll be fine. Okay. Um. But that's that's really cool. I think it's twenty bucks. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. And if you are down with having your head messed with, and it's one of those things where you kind of have to be in the right frame of mind. Like there are a couple of times where I've sat down and played it for 10 minutes and been like, nope, I'm not. This is not the time for this. And there are other times that I've sat down and played it for a couple hours and just really gotten deep into it. So it's, it's kind of one of those games that requires you to, to be in a certain mood to play it, be willing to be fucked with and, and not have that aggravate you. And the other game that I have for review right now is Alien Breed, which I, I guess was an old Amiga game. Yeah. Um, and it's, it is basically a top-down shooter. It's build as the original survival horror game, which does not match up with anything that you think of in terms of modern survival horror. Uh, I haven't played too much of it, but it includes it basically is a remade game that includes the original game. And the original game is a move around with the left stick, fire with the, I don't know, X or square button or something like that. The remade game remakes it as a dual joystick shooter. So it still has the same visual style. You know, obviously it's it's cleaner visually. It's nothing that'll blow your mind. But, I mean, I have to... I have to give them props for legitimately remaking the game. It is a new game. It controls completely differently, and it plays completely differently. Probably to be... You can kind of see how the first game is survival horror-ish, because you have to you, you have to sneak around a little bit more. You have to be a little bit slower in the second one, since you can fire at guys while backing away from them at the same time. You can be more aggressive with how you're moving around. But... I can't say too much more about that because I've only played I don't know, maybe like an hour or so of it. Uh, future stuff is finishing those two games and hopefully finishing Torchlight 2 so that I can start screwing around with Path of Exile. And then I think since we're in a little bit of a down period, maybe finally firing up The Witcher 2. Maybe. Wow. Uh, such a wonderful game. What level are you in uh, Torchlight? 45? 46? Something like that. I mean, you level really fast in that game. Yeah. And that continues to be that way. Um, and I'm moving through it still quickly because I screwed up at the beginning and I put it on normal, which is way too easy. And I thought about um, you can open up the dev console and change the difficulty on the fly. It's not, you know, a built-in option, but you can do that. But at this point, I'm so close to the end, I kind of just want to finish it, see what the end is like, and then move on. 
I don't know if I want to add challenge 20 hours in. All right. Well, I don't have a whole lot to talk about because I can't talk about the game that I'm spending the most time with. Metal Gear. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, but I will talk a little bit about uh, the game that I played last week. We already talked about Aliens. Uh, but the game I couldn't talk about last week, which was Omuerta, The City of Gangsters, I was playing that on the Xbox 360. Uh, and it's it's highly misleading. Like, the front of the box makes you think, oh, maybe this is a GTA, you know, mafia clone. It's not. Uh, then the quote on the front of the box says, it's SimCity with Al Capone. No, it's not. Uh, it is actually a resource management... Uh, slash economic game Kind of like Tropico But then they throw in <clears throat> Some uh, turn based combat uh, Similar to XCOM and, But not as good as that Well see here's the thing is, is that it has both of these Functionalities And neither one of them Is any good The The resource management And economic management Feels like a glorified Spreadsheet Yeah It's not very fun It's not very In depth It's really kind of boring And it a lot of the things that you have to do are really stupid. Like, you need to build up your... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your your relationship with certain businesses so that when you steal from them, your relationship doesn't drop so much. Which makes no sense. Like, that's completely stupid. The, the, the handling of businesses is really poorly done. Uh, the the game is just very bare bones and simplistic, and the combat is terrible. Uh, your character will get stuck behind cover and not take cover, uh, shoot somebody three inches from their face and not hit them. It's just, it's it's just so bad. Uh, there's nothing good about it. Uh, I started the game up, and like the the game has you answer a bunch of questions about your character, uh, which by the way, the the character that I chose, like the the portrait looked kind of like Christopher Walken and Joaquin Phoenix had a baby. Okay. Um, and I was going to name him Walkin' Phoenix because I thought that was funny. <laughs> but the the character limitations would not let me spell the words Walkin' and Phoenix in the same sentence, so I had to shorten it to W A L K N P H E N I X, which is really stupid. Like, why would you put a character limitation on that? I just I I don't understand it. And then you go through and you get all these stat boosts, like you know. Toughness, cunning. cunning, guts. None of them ever do anything. No. Like, they, they have no bearing on the game itself, which makes no sense why they even bothered to put them in there. Uh, and until the end of the game, I still did not know what guts did. Like, I, what did that do? Uh, everything you do in the game is literally you clicking on a building and watching your dude, one dude, run over there and do that stuff, which is just ridiculous. Like, they don't even use the cars. You see them run from the hideout to the place, steal the beer, and come back. The fuck? And it's it's just awful. Um, see, I thought that was just early on in the game. Whenever I played the demo, no, you still it's it's like the Assassin's Creed stuff where you just pick one dude, he goes and does the stuff, and then he comes back. And and while he's gone, you can't use him in combat or anything else. It's just what the hell is that? I mean, it's <laughs> have they never like seen the classic, you know, drive-bys with the Tommy guns? I mean, come on. Everything you want to be cool about Omuerta is not cool. Damn it! And that's they can't make a good uh, that, that that has a cool premise, you know. Yeah, it's 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 a neat idea, like the SimCity style 
um, resource management gangster game is a great idea on paper, man. They just broke it in every aspect, and it's not fun. Uh, it does have some online co-op and competitive modes. Uh, there are four scenarios. None of them are exciting, and they are only combat. So there's no resource management or running the city with with or against your buddies. So it's it's literally just hey let's jump in here we'll fight against people or we'll fight against each other and it's really limited and boring. And the game doesn't look that good. It's got it's got bad camera issues on the 360. The text is is ridiculously small on the screen on an HD TV so it's hard to read. Um, there was just not much redeeming about the game. I I really did not enjoy it and I really thought I would. That voice acting. Yeah, that voice acting. <laughs> What's that one guy's name? Squids. Squids. Yeah. I shoot you, you fall down. You he fall said that down. Every fucking time he shot somebody. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I I I can't imagine the market for this game is huge, and at the same time, I can't imagine recommending it to most people. So it's it was very disappointing. I'm very sad that it wasn't better than it is. Uh, outside of that, I didn't play a whole lot of much. Uh, I spent too much money on a Steam sale. Once again, a bunch of games that I've got that my uh, my PC's not here yet to play, so I've got a bunch of crap lined up, and hopefully that'll be in my future fondling this week. Although, I've got to finish Metal Gear, and I've got to play Crisis for a review this week. Uh, but my, my Steam sale stuff, I bought Gianna Sisters, and I bought Amnesia, because it was five bucks. Uh-huh. So, I've got that, and I bought FTL, because it was five bucks. FTL's fun. So I'm gonna try those two out. And uh, Amnesia is definitely worth playing. Oh yeah, and I had, especially if you like penises. And I had some people give me some <laughs> some uh, some Steam <laughs> some Steam gifts. So I got a copy of Don't Starve, uh, and I have a copy of uh, what is that? The Dawn of War games. Oh, Dawn of War Two. Yeah. Oh, Dawn of War Two is awesome. And I means you got to play some co-op together. And I also have the Red Faction games and a copy of Saints Row that I'll try out. Just just to try out on the PC. Saints Row the third? Yeah. Oh, man. The mods for that are insane. So, I've got a bunch of stuff sitting on my Steam account. Obviously, my Primal Carnage, I want to play that. Something fierce. and I wanna pl- I, I'm really looking forward to playing Gianna Sisters. I've always thought that looked cool, and I've just never had anything that can run it. So. I have no idea what that is. Um, it's kind of like Mario. Okay. So, But it looks pretty cool. Uh, but that's what my future is. Obviously, uh, Metal Gear is my big thing. I should be finishing that up tonight or tomorrow and writing my review for Tuesday. And then Crisis isn't here yet, so Crisis will be late, unfortunately. Cloak engaged. So I'm excited about Crisis, man. It looks looks good, although I've heard it's short. What's the first one was kind of short, too. Or the no, second one, I should no, say. No. The second one was about 12 to 15 hours. It didn't take me that long to beat that game. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have put it on easy. I did, and I beat it on hard, son. Thank you very yeah, much. You might want to check your clock. Well, by God, I'm going to go and look. <laughs> uh, but uh, rolling into new releases for the week, uh, we've got Metal Gear Rising Revengeance due out this week for 360 and PS3. Uh, Crisis 3, PS3, 360, and PC. March of the Eagles is hitting PC this week. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, The Tyranny of King Washington. Uh, it's dropping on PS3, 360, and PC. Renaissance Heroes for the PC. The Bridge for the PC. Uh, XBLA is getting Serious Sam Double DXL 
which I will be reviewing that this week, along with the Capcom Arcade Cabinet. Hits XBLA this week. Uh, Generation of Chaos, Pandora's Reflection, which we talked about, that's hitting PSN this week, as well as... Oh, man, I don't even know if I should try to pronounce this. Hakuoki, the Warriors of the Shinsengumi. Sounds like a Dynasty Warriors game. For the PSP. It's coming out this week. Uh, a Valley Without Wind 2. Drops for the PC this week. I didn't know they made a sequel. I didn't know they made a first one. I knew that. I remember Valley Without Wind. Uh, Hearthfire, uh, Skyrim DLC sitting for PS3 this week. Uh, Dr. Jolt for the iPhone. And finally, Devil May Cry's Bloody Palace mode, which is the free add on for DMC, will hit 360 and PS3 this week. When's that DLC for Virgil supposed to come out? No idea. I'm excited for that. Uh, I believe that's the 20th. Is it the 20th? No, that's the Bloody Palace. That's the 20th of this month. <laughs> so. Move over to news. Uh, the big news that we haven't... Uh, let me refresh and see if it's hit, because I believe the embargo dropped at 10. Yes. Uh, Bungie's new shooter, Destiny, is called a shared world shooter. Uh, uh-huh. It's got open uh-huh. world sandbox and persistent world will not require a subscription. So basically it's like an MMO shooter, I guess. Sweet. Uh, that will be launching this year for 360 and PS3. <laughs> Sounds like Huxley. We all know how that turned out. Uh, Huxley wasn't made by Bungie. They're planning three or four of those, aren't they? Yeah, it's Activision's got the license for a trilogy, I guess, for Destiny. Uh, that that news literally just broke 14 minutes ago. Everybody got to fly out and see the game, I believe, on Friday, Thursday or Friday. And the embargo lifted this morning, so... Uh, I'm sure there'll be more news about that game floating out over the next couple weeks. Of course, the big news hitting this week, we're already getting leaks for the PlayStation 4. Uh, we've seen the controller, supposedly. It has a screen on the front. Uh, a lot of people are thinking it's going to be the XMB-style touchpad where you can just swap between different areas, but I'm sure we'll get all the details on that. Uh, another thing that's leaked out is cloud streaming. The PS4 will supposedly stream PlayStation 3 games. Nice. So you'll just be able to so play. So it's supposed to be part of your PS Plus prescri- uh, uh, prescription? Prescription. <laughs> I need a dose of PS Plus. Uh, there's no details on it. It's just saying that the system will stream PlayStation 3 games. So I'm sure they will mention that. If that's leaked out, they'll mention that on Wednesday. But no mention of whether or not it will play the PlayStation 3 games that you have physically sitting next to you. Yeah, they don't. There's nothing about discs or anything like that. So I'll be interested to see what happens with that. Uh, the Wii U, the NPD numbers hit this week. The Wii U sold 57,000 systems. Ouch! Which is just terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, it it really can't get a whole lot worse than that unless your name is the PlayStation Vita. <laughs> Which Man, it's sold yeah. They like didn't even <laughs> double up the Vita. <laughs> yeah, the Vita, the Vita oh, sold thirty-five thousand oh. by, by and, comparison. And just you know, anecdotally, every place that I've been, Target, Best Buy, or anything else, all has a pile of them. Yeah, and some yep. places have been putting them on sale. Mm. Which is crazy for when that thing came out. Oh, by the way, it's it's okay though. 
because the Wii U will be saved on March 5th when the Amazing Spider-Man comes out. $40 for the Ultimate Edition. Includes all four on-disc expansions. Oh, goody. So, there you go. Uh, For those of you who were making fun of the Angry Birds trilogy on disc, that thing sold a million copies, and they're bringing it to the Wii and the Wii U in 2013. I'm fed up with this world. So, I told you it would sell. (laughs) You you can be pissed at it all you want, but if you had something that made money, would you not continue to print it? What was that? Forty bucks? Yeah, it was forty, 40 bucks. bucks. Sold Jesus a million God. copies. I think I got all those games for free on my I, tablet. And phone. I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, and then they turn around and make another forty million dollars on it. Jesus. So. Well, good good for them. There you go. They knew there was a market. Good yep. for them. Yep. And it's coming to Wii and Wii U, which I'd be really interested in playing it on the Wii U. I think that would be kind of cool. Avalanche Software, the guys who made Just Cause, put out a teaser image on Twitter this week showing some dude looking like he's in the stunt formation. Going to be playing some Just Cause 3 on PS4? Just Cause 2 HD Remix. No. (laughs) Because that game... It's the bomb. Star Wars fighting game footage emerges. A tech demo for the original Xbox brawler from now defunct studio Higante. I guess the video finally leaked onto the internet. Which, if you don't know who Studio Higante is, they are the ones that John Tobias started, created Tao Fang, Fist of the Lotus, and also developed WWE wrestling game 2000, I think is what it was called. For the original Xbox uh, Tao Fang is one of those games That I have fond memories of But I'm sure is terrible by today's standards uh, Also uh, Ken just FYI uh, Nine hours in Crisis 2 Yeah that's not a short game Yeah well it didn't take me 12 I guess you're just so good I am that good because I beat that game on hard And that game was not easy Well that's why the difficulty was called hard just throwing that out there. Uh, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct this week. Uh, debuted Donkey Kong Country Returns for the 3DS. Uh, basically just slapping you in the face with their penises at this point. <laughs> We're just going to throw out a Returns game that's not really that old. But whatever. Uh, Luigi-themed DLCs coming to New Super Mario Bros. U, which that is pretty cool. Yep. Hopefully it's not too expensive. Mario Golf World Tour was announced for the 3DS as well, as long as well as the release date for Animal Crossing New Leaf, which will arrive in June. And that's about all the big stuff. So let's move over to the emails. I have an email comes from Antonio. He says, Name a soundtrack that clearly defined a game for you. For me, it's Ridge Racer 4 soundtrack. Oh man, that was a good soundtrack. Uh. I still can hear the the subtle tones of that song. I love the soundtrack. Like the They put the, D- the DLC for Ridge Racer on the Vita was uh, selected tracks from Ridge Racer 4 and I would con- I would constantly play one of them over and over again. While I was racing, because that to me that game that song defined Ridge Racer. 
And I love that song. Uh, he says, it's the only soundtrack that I listen to on almost a weekly basis. There isn't one song that I dislike, and it puts my soul in a relaxing mood. I still have the game for the, the original game for PS1 and a digital copy on my PS3. Uh, by the way, I'm totally excited for the next Nintendo game. I believe it's called We Fail. <laughs> uh, uh, soundtracks, though, that define a game... There's Symphony been, of the Night. Symphony of the Night's a good one. There's actually been some recent ones, like Lollipop Chainsaw did a really good sound. I'll tell you right now, I can't. once again, I can't talk too much about Man, the soundtrack to Metal Gear Rising is fucking great. Mm. Man, there's some stuff in there that's just fantastic. Uh, another recent one, Devil May Cry soundtrack was very fitting. Yeah, Combi Christ. Yeah. They used a lot of Combi Christ. Um, but that soundtrack just really fit that game really well. The the classic one for me, the one soundtrack that I don't think has a bad song on it, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Four: Turtles in Time. You know, Tur- Turtles in Time has one of the best soundtracks out there. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think my favorite track from that is from the. Uh, when you're like on those uh, skateboards, sewer surfing. Yes, the sewer surfing stage. Yeah, that had one of the coolest musics ever. That is that is my ringtone, sewer surfing. Nice. I really have to give him Ridge Racer Four. That soundtrack is just amazing. And then, of course, I can't not talk about a game soundtrack without talking about Mega Man Two. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I, I yeah, can't. I can't talk about a game soundtrack without talking about Mega Man Two. I mean, that to this day, I can still hear every single bleep and bloop, and and I know, I know what boss that is. Yeah, it's just the um it's eternal. I I have to go with some Nobu Uematsu as well. Final Fantasy Seven, yep. I think, has one of the best soundtracks out there. Yep. Just, Agreed. Just give me the battle music from Blue Dragon <laughs> and the intro song to Dragon's Dogma. And yeah. I I could live off those for a good while. Yeah. That's I, those are great those, those are great songs. Yes. Blue Dragon's battle the Blue Dragon boss music has one of the most epic fucking guitar <laughs> solos I've ever heard. Chicken stick now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's God. epic. Every time that I don't song know. came on, I was like, yeah. I don't know if it defines it, but Darksiders 2 had a really good soundtrack. Yeah. And it wasn't even was that that one was still Jesper Kid or was it not? Oh no, he didn't do he didn't do Assassin's Creed. That's the one he didn't do. I think he might have done Darksiders too. I just remember it really it it really fits the individual areas you're in when you're when you're playing it. I still get chills on the overworld theme from Zelda. That's still a good song. Did I, I they got use that still? Uh they didn't use it in Ocarina, but they did bring it back for Majora's Scott Mask had it. Uh I don't I I wanna say it didn't. But I don't remember. I know that they brought it back for... It was either Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess. I can't remember. I'd tell you, when it comes to Zelda, my favorite music is the Dark World music from Link Link to the Past. I think the Link to the Past soundtrack might be the greatest Zelda soundtrack ever. 
Yes, agreed. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Oh man, there's so much. Like even the even the the, the really macabre music that's playing at the beginning. Yes, or, and, or, and the the dungeon music's fantastic. Oh, dungeon music is great. I'm a big fan of Street Fighter music. Street Fighter oh, is yeah. pretty good music. I know every single person's theme. I can hum it right now. Oh, I can hum everybody's theme in Mortal Kombat, but it's not it's not great. I just played that game too much. <laughs> The, the 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 Street Fighter ones that stick are obviously Chun Li and, and Ryu. Ryu Ken's theme yeah. is pretty good. You know, I I've wasn't a big fan of the game, but whoever did it was actually a person. I've I've got one of his albums. His name A Rival. He did the uh, Mega Man Cross Street Fighter. That's got some really good music in it. It's basically Street Fighter themes, but with eight bit Mega Man sound. I am truly glad that that games are starting to get really good sound. Like, I had forgotten about soundtracks for so long, and then, you know, just thinking about the fact that Devil May Cry had a great soundtrack, and, and Metal Gear Rising soundtrack has really kind of stuck with me. makes me happy that games can still do really good soundtracks. They seem to have, they seem to have got away from that for a while. I've always loved how Dead Rising always used licensed tracks for boss fights and stuff, too. I, I really, as far as licensing goes, I don't think anybody did it better than Lollipop Chainsaw. No, Lollipop Chainsaw, like, I'll go ahead and just mention it now. When I was in the arcade and it was playing Pac-Man Fever, I fucking got giddy. I'll tell you what, the the final boss when you're running down the street and it's playing Dragon Force, I mean, yeah. it, that's there's nothing more perfect than that. They yeah. did a real good job just selecting music for certain scenes. Yeah, they, that, that, they did a wonderful job with that yeah. game. Does anybody else remember the music for the first level in Super Castlevania? God. Or is that just yes. just me that remembers I'm, that fondly? Yeah, yeah. Was it, was it Vampire Killer? The song Vampire Killer? Yeah, that's the one. That's, um, I think a Simon's theme song. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's just called Simon's theme. I'm a big fan of Castlevania music. Castlevania so, music's really good. I love Vampire Killer. Bloody Tears is another good song from them. Yeah. What is a man? Miserable <laughs> pile of secrets. Oh, God. That that will never get old. That will be embedded in my gaming memory for life. <laughs> yeah. always, I have that fucking a little glass throw. Yeah, the little glass and it shatters. <laughs> but enough talk. Have at, have at you. Have at you. <laughs> At least he warned me before he was going to attack. Yes. Yep. The battle that you can't lose. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, move over to the Twitter. Squiffy V2 had a question last week that we just missed, uh, which was, do you think some season passes for games are a ripoff? Some get you all the DLC for the price of the pass. Others only get discount off DLC. I've never seen a season pass give you discounts. Is, am I missing one? I don't know. Did L.A. Noir do that? No, I'm pretty sure it gave no, you all the DLC. Yeah, their season pass included uh, the Reefer Madness and all the other yeah. uh, stuff. Borderlands has always included it. Um, Mortal Kombat included all of it. I think I think Saints Row the Third's season pass is kind of lackluster. Well, Saints Row the Third had four. Was it four packs? And like three of them were really short, but okay. And the fourth one was just awful. Yeah, the the kitty one. Was, yeah, the, that was just a case of just bad DLC. Yeah, 
But uh, the other stuff that you got, you didn't get a discount when you bought like all the, the outfits and stuff. I don't know that I've ever seen a season pass that gives you discounts. Yeah, if you could uh, give us an example of that. Yeah, because I don't. I've only bought a couple season passes. I bought the Borderlands Two season pass, and I bought the Mortal Kombat season pass. Um, I think that's it. Because anything else is just I. I really find it hard for myself to go back to games later unless I really, really like them. Uh, Red Dead Redemption was one that I went back to. Oh God, Undead Nightmare was amazing. Yes. That might be the greatest DLC. Of course, I, I'm not big into Skyrim, so I'm sure Dragonborn's pretty good, but... Yeah, Undead Nightmare might be the best DLC I've ever played. Uh, Snake1972 says, With the new consoles coming soon, will Watch Dogs be on them or the current ones? There was a pre-order, then it was taken down. They said it was going to be on Hong consoles in the holiday season, so I will say next-gen. I know it's yeah. going to be on next gen, but I wonder if they're going to try to squeeze some lower res versions onto the 360 and PS3. Eh, they may. They did it I with Splinter Cell. Yeah. yeah what, was that, what was that other gun? Uh, gun, that was it. Yeah. yeah, well, Gun was made for the Xbox. It was just up resed. I played I, on PS2, I believe. I, I did see a, um, like a mock release list. I, I don't know. That. That had it um, listed for Wii U. I'd say no on that. It, I mean, it's definitely mainly next-gen. Uh, we've been saying that ever since they ran that original trailer, was that didn't look like something that was running on the current generation. Yeah. I still want to go back to that episode, because I remember some people saying it was coming out in May. Are you talking about me? I believe you and Killer Wolverine were all about the Watch Dogs is coming out in May train. Okay, well, fine. Um, I'll, I will take that. Because you're wrong. I know. Well, guess what? Skyward Sword did not sell Skyrim. That's the only one you got me on. It's uh. the only one you got me on. <laughs> hey, I'm not, a, I'm not denying that one. I was wrong. But hey, those, I'm not denying watchdogs, whatever. Most of the time, though, I'm right. Just so you know. Uh, next tweet comes from Todd A. Coco 40. He says, Sly Thieves in Time is the way PS3 and Vita cross-buy should work. Fantastic game. Developers take note. Seamless save transfer. And that man is correct. And that game is on sale for $30 this week at Best Buy for the PS3 version, which comes with the Vita version, which means if you don't buy it, you are a moron. Okay, I guess I'm going to be a moron. That game is phenomenal. You want a game to play that you're not required to play right now? Go buy that thing. I haven't played Sly 2 or 3, though. So? I've only beat Sly 1. I'm sure I, pla the, I'm I platinum that game, too. I'm sure the dynamic narrative of Sly Cooper can be summed up in about 12 seconds. <laughs> Just so you know. In fact, they do sum up the entire narrative at the beginning of Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. So, no excuses. Uh, I'm going to play games I already own. I don't need to fucking... <laughs> I'm just saying. Everybody needs to buy that game. Show support for a great game. Uh, Encore 03 says, When do you guys think Call of Duty will begin its decline? Do you think people will get burned out like they did with Guitar Hero? I don't uh, think so. I don't think so. 
Uh, Guitar Hero is more of a novelty. Yeah, I don't. I think Skylanders is going to burn out before Call of Duty. Oh, absolutely. I think Def- Sky. Yeah. I, th- I think Skylanders is the new rhythm game fad. Uh, yeah. So. See, Call of Duty is actually a game. I mean, I'm not trying to slight Skylanders or anything like that, but I mean, Call of Duty hardcore gamers play that. Yeah. It's, While Guitar Hero was something you played with your friends that were sitting next to you. Yeah, it was it was a novelty. It was a wee bowling. It was a you know just a gimmick that worked really well, but people got tired of it. Call of Duty is a triple A franchise that's just going to keep trucking, kind of like Resident Evils and Splinter Cells and stuff like that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Call of Duty go down to a biannually franchise at some point, but. As long as they're still selling billions of copies of it every year, they people just keep buying it, man. Exactly. That is. That is are you kidding me? I keep making them too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Activision is smart to continue. Activision was smart to you know split it between two developers, so that they're getting pretty much a fresh game every year. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Apple Blue sends us a bunch of tweets again. He says, for someone that doesn't buy used games, what will an always-on, no-used game system have on the price and quality of new games? They could just jack up the price and say, tough shit, motherfuckers. Uh, I don't know. I hope not, but... Uh... Video games are a weird thing, like... their Their price increase has been the least among all forms of entertainment over the past... 20 years. Among all forms of anything. Yeah. Like, they've only gone up... I mean, you can go back to the NES days, and there were weird prices on stuff like $40, $50, but $50 was the standard for so long, and then we just now jack it up to 60 and yeah, things have changed now. Games aren't just 60 bucks. You buy a game for 60 bucks, you get that $60 game, but then you also have 20 to $30 of DLC over time. So, you know, games are more expensive now, but you don't have to buy the whole experience. So, I don't know. I, if there's if if this thing becomes a reality where there's no such thing as a used game anymore, I actually see game prices going down, not up. Because developers won't be able to sell, you know, millions and millions of copies of games at 60 bucks pop. The the price will either go down on games or we'll see less games. One of those two scenarios will happen. Well, and I think at some point people will learn from, you know, Steam sales and selling stuff really cheap has been very profitable for the franchises that get put in those sales. They aren't losing money on that. They're selling to a lot of additional people who probably wouldn't have bought that content. So they're selling it to you at a discount instead of you buying it at a discount from a GameStop. They're still making the profit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you'll just see more things along those lines. You know, it, it'll still be sixty bucks right out of the gate, but you will you'll see more. You won't see what you have with the Xbox Live games on demand, where Fable Three is still fifty bucks. Yeah. Uh, he also says I don't buy used games because games drop in price real fast. For example, Nino Cooney and Sly deals on Amazon or end up free on PlayStation Plus, which is true. Uh, he also says, do you think publishers like EA, Capcom, Square Enix, or Ubisoft will adapt a model similar to Plus? Uh, 
since Square Enix can give us sleeping dogs for free. Well, at least if you're in Europe. You bastards. I, I well, you know, I don't think so. I think that's just an avenue for for PlayStation due to the fact that I think Sony play, pays a lot of money to have those games for free on PlayStation Plus. I would be interested how that business model works. Yeah, I'm curious how it works too because, you know, Sony has got to be paying the company something to just give their games out for free. And I wonder why it's region different. That's that's weird to me. Yeah, it's it's weird because Ken, I think you and I were talking about this the other day. I've been wanting to play Sleeping Dogs. It's free in Europe, so there's no way in hell that I'm buying it now because I'm just going to assume that eventually it will become free here. Yeah. So why they segment it out? You know, I'm assuming that whatever goes free in Europe will eventually be free here, so I ain't buying it. I was about to say it was five bucks on Steam a couple of weeks ago. That's when I bought it. Yeah, it was a mismark. It was only on sale for like a couple minutes. <laughs> I got my yeah, copy. <laughs> Motherfucker. Good on you. <laughs> five bucks for sleeping dogs on PC. Fuck yeah. Uh, <clears throat> finally, he says, I have to go now. Amazon is doing a sale on multiple Skylanders. I didn't see that. <laughs> You know, I need to actually play that game. I've only made it to Chapter 2. I'm staying away from that. I have every type, and that's all I need. I am not buying any more Skylanders until the new Skylanders comes out. And even then, I don't know that I will buy a ton of them, because I am starting to get that burn. Um, I'm curious if Disney's game will be interesting just because of the license part of it, but... uh, I think this may be the last year for Skylanders for me uh, as far as a huge thing. I'm certain that they will make one more game at least. But I don't know that I will be as heavily into it next year as I am this year because unless they do something really cool with the new consoles, I just don't see that franchise evolving much further than it already has. So unless they do a Transformers one, then I'm sold. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that. I think Skylanders is one of those things that will go strong for about maybe two or three years, and then it'll just go away. And then maybe a few years down the road, something else will come out similar but superior. Well, Activision has so many licenses that they could do a lot of cool stuff with the, Sky- yeah. with the Skylander technology. Do, do Transformers, and we're there. I swear to God. You want to give me an excuse to collect those toys? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Could you imagine putting all five Constructicons on a portal to form Devastator? <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, that that right there is nerd orgy times 12. I would totally be down with that. But that's it. That's all the tweets. That's the emails. That's all the games. Um, exciting week coming up. Yes. PlayStation 4 launch. I'm sure we will be talking about that in in large chunks next week. PlayStation I'm, 4. I, I'm, I'm curious because every time a new system is announced, we always have the two different sides. We're going to have the negative Nancys and we're going to have the positive Paulies. <laughs> you just okay. made that up. I did, I did just make that up. But it'll be a fun it'll be a fun debate on Sony's next entry in the 
the constant. It's it's an exciting year, 2013. You know, I tweeted the other day about how March has a new God of War, a new Gears of War, a new Tomb Raider. Uh, you know, and you're like, hey, there's also new consoles coming out this year. There's a new Bioshock coming out in March. Jesus. A lot of and stuff Monster Hunter. Yeah, and no Monster Hunter. Nobody cares. I'm kind of excited. Uh, all of Japan cares. <laughs> yeah, well, all of Japan already has it, so. I, I seriously think that, uh, let's say that we sold, was it 57,000 in January, and February it's gonna sell 52,000, and then when Monster Hunter comes out in March it's gonna sell 48,000. I don't think so. I think it's gonna be a spike. I would say you're wrong in America. No, I, I really, I really think there there will be a spike. Thing, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into a long discussion as to why, but I'm gonna tell you right now, there, there's not going to be a lot of people that are gonna anybody who wants Monster Hunter is gonna buy it on the 3ds. That's what I'm getting it on. I, I, anybody who has a Wii U will probably buy it, but most of the people who bought a Wii U for Monster Hunter have already bought their Wii U's. I don't. Well, the thing is, you also have to consider that it's that Lego City will be coming out as well. Uh, that's not a system seller. It's not yeah, a. It's not a system seller, and not and you can kind of sort of say you can say that with the uh, Monster Hunter as well. But I think both of those coming out in roughly the same in, in the same month. I think. I mean, there's there's going to be a spike just because there is games actually coming out. But, it's, I mean, it's not going to be significant. It's not going to be like over 100,000. It might be like 75 or something like that. But the thing is, I, I, I truly think that gradually um, throughout the rest of the year, after March, because next month is going to suck butt too, but I think after March it will probably gradually climb like an extra several thousand units more than the month before like all the way up until like October and then October November and December will be like a 15 to 20,000 increase per month after that by then it'll be 50 bucks cheaper I am, yes I am telling you right now I will be shocked if the Wii U sells more than 50,000 units in March I think gamers' money in March is going to all these AAA titles on consoles they already own. You know, yeah, that is, that is a uh, pretty valid point right there. Oh, by the way, I just got breaking news. You want you want it? Yes. The new Xbox is called Xbox Infinity. Infinity. Seriously? The uh, the Destiny trailer had a logo that says Xbox all in lowercase with an Infinity symbol after it. So um, I get who who's going to change their name first, Disney or Xbox? That's a game. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're probably right. Xbox Infinity is a lot better than Xbox 720. Yes, <laughs> it true. is. Uh, Xbox 720 is terrible. Yep. Yeah, I just read that too. Yep, I just saw the tweets fly through that it's called Xbox Infinity. Good name, good name. I like it. So, PlayStation Four, Wii U, and Xbox Infinity. I don't see the the logo anywhere though in this trailer I'm looking at. 
Uh, I've got a picture of it on my Twitter feed. Uh, it's all lowercase. The word Xbox is black. The Infinity logo is green. So they're sticking with the green. Well, okay. It's it's the Xbox brand. It's it's green. Well, see, originally Xbox was planned to be blue. Yeah, well, it went green, and it's been green since. Uh, the cases have always been green. It's like we tried that, and you know that that was a uh, you know we tried it with the white cases, and now they're doing the blue cases, and they haven't really stuck to one. But Microsoft, you always know it's an Xbox game when it's got a green case. Yep. Where the fuck did you say you had that picture? It's on my Twitter feed. I'm looking at your Twitter. Oh, it's on your like somebody yeah, tweeted somebody it. tweeted it. Yeah. Oh. So. So there you go. Uh, but that's it. That's it for this week. Uh, next week should be a very interesting show. Yeah. So we're talking about some PlayStation Four. Sony's got a lot to show. Hopefully, that's what they're showing. I would. I would think it would be awesome if they just trolled everybody and said we're just announcing new Wonderbook software. Oh God, that'd be awesome. Oh man. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> yeah. At that point, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I guess I gotta go buy a Wonderbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if they put Fifty Shades of Grey on the Wonderbook. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I always Interac- secretly suspected. Interactivity like never before. I bet it would. I bet it would. A video game intimate experience. Well, there's a PC game that came out, like they sent me a press release for, which I didn't bother responding, uh, which was that seduction game, which is basically digital porno. And we didn't cover that. So... There you go. But anyway, go visit us on all our feeds. You know, we got the Twitter, the Twitter at ZTGD. We've got uh, at GambusCon. We've got at DML Fury. And at BoxDP on this show. And uh, you can hit up our YouTube channels at ZTGD, youtube.com slash ZTGD and slash ZTGD Originals, which we've been posting a lot of video footage up there. Yep. Uh, we also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash ctgd. Of course, you need to head over to N4G and see all the news. And all the reviews over at ztgd.com. Uh, leave us an iTunes review. Cause yes, we, please. We love those. And be yes. sure to like us on Facebook, because we're only 25 away from the butt dance. Snap. That's right. Yeah. 25 more people like it, and we're going to have a brand new video that's going to blow up the internet. It's actually, you know, it actually it's 24 because it says 375 people plus me, so we're at 376. Okay, okay. (laughs) I better start limbering up. You better start limbering up. That's why you've been working out. Do the butt dance. I'll do Gangnam Style at 500. (laughs) And the Harlem Shake. Will it be relevant at 500? Well, if we get there fast enough, it will be. Okay. And and when is me not dancing like a jackass not relevant? Well, this is true. It really doesn't matter. But you can only do Gangnam Style if you wear a suit and the sunglasses. I'm sorry. Well, Todd, it doesn't have to be a blue suit, does it? Because I don't have one of those. I thought it was green. That's no, blue. Is it blue? It's oh, like baby it? blue. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, did my color blindness kick in again? I thought it was baby blue. I've only seen the video like twice. you got to yell at somebody's ass. <laughs> if you do the Gangnam Style video, you got it's. we're going to make it be Gambus Khan's ass. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Does he have to physically be there or can it be like, you know, his ass via Skype on my tablet um, sitting on the couch? Let's uh let's let's say that we don't have Lucasfilm type technology for this. So yeah, it's gonna have to be in the same room. We're gonna have to film that somewhere. Yeah. Alright, Jason, you wanna come over some for some beer and ass shouting? <laughs> I think I think he's disturbed. <laughs> I'm I'm speechless. Yeah, he won't be speechless when he's yelling at your ass. That's what the kids are into. I, you know, we want to be relevant. We gotta like I, we can't go to E3, so we got to do this. We have to do Gamba style. That's what we have to do. <laughs> Whoop Gamba uh. style. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get to talk about E3. I'm, we got time. I, I can make it quick. I know you were limbered up for that. <laughs> I was. I, I would have been better last week because last week I was kind of hungover for the show, so I was in an extra pissy mood about it. <laughs> because we're not esteemed journalists. Well, here's the thing. This is this is the denial email I got for me three. I will read you portions of it. It basically outlines how they do their web metrics, which are insanity. To I, I don't necessarily need to put numbers to it, but they give us one fifteenth of the hits that we actually get every month. Drew's what, what was it? The Fire Emblem review? Yeah, the Fire Emblem review has. has I will just say it straight out. It's broke ten thousand. It, really? And it has, yeah. It has five times more reads than they give us credit for unique hits per month by for, their metrics. For the total site, and that's just your review. Your review hit yeah. 10,000 in, I think, two or three weeks. I'm a badass. Well, and I, I'm, and that's not, I mean, my Darksiders review, Darksiders 2, got more reads than they're saying we get hits per month. Same yeah. as Ken's. Uh, well, there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs that, is one of them that, that beat their numbers. Yeah. So, how about that's uh, all crap. Persona? Persona did okay. I can't remember the total. I think it was right around 4,500. Okay. So, I'm wondering why the Fire Emblem review got that much. I I don't know. Is it that popular? Do you happen to be the highest one on Metacritic? But <laughs> am I? <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't think so. I think you've got asking. hundreds. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably right. I'm sure it did from somebody. Um, but, but it, so anyways, their metrics, fuck that. And there's no way to debate that with them. They just kind of, you know, send you this non-respondable emails. And I would just like to point out a couple of things in this email. Do consider outlets on an ongoing, uh, look for sites to be fully launched, operational for at least six months. Remember that. Uh, monthly impressions. And then it says, and I, I always read this in a kind of snarky tone, E3 is a trade-only event and is not open to the general public, as in, fuck you for applying for this when you don't deserve it. And I just want you to remember those two things when you see people from Polygon and fucking hip-hop gamer wandering around, because E3 is only interested <sighs> in serious journalists who have had a site yeah. launched for over six months. And while I'm on the topic, how the hell is Tiny Tina racist if Hip Hop Gamer isn't? Because Hip Hop Gamer is a bunch of people sitting in a boardroom saying, we need to appeal to more black people. This is what they're like, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm better now. 
And wasn't Polygon started less than six months ago? Yeah. That's exactly my point. Yeah, that was like, what, three months ago that Polygon came out? Yes, and, and you know what? people just, from Kotaku go there. I, I, I just, you know, I want to be clear. It, there are certain people, you know, there are certain people who have been around in the games industry for a long time. I'm sure the guys from Giant Bomb were there when they hadn't been out for six months. That's fine. I really, I don't have an issue with that. I don't have an issue with Hip Hop Gamer personally. That guy found a way to make money. Good for him. I have an issue with the fact that nobody else seems to have an issue with the fact that he is now the face for what is it, the EAC? The ECA. Because that means, the ECA. Because that means that they think that that's what's going to appeal to a particular segment of the population. Oh, if it was that particular God. segment of the population, I would be horrified. He's supposed mm. to be representing the, the gamers. Gamers. In, in, in official, both in lawmaking and in just uh, top tier media stuff. And so he, he's should, supposed to be the so, so, so is ambassador. Hip-hop, so is hip-hop should absolutely choose the homophobic crazy guy to do that. That's yeah. that's great thinking. Let's so just it, alienate so as many people as we can. So is hip hop gamer going to be like, yeah, you you can't go to E three. You're not legit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's going to say it like that. Too. <laughs> I hope so. I have no idea where this conversation just went to. It went to where I know you never wanted it to go again <laughs> because you're always afraid of backlash. But it's to a point now where fucking A, ZTGameDomain.com has been around since 1990 fucking 8. And yep. we've been writing reviews for a long fucking time. Granted, I've only been here for about three years, but I've pumped out more video game reviews in the past three years than I've read on some of those fucking websites. I was writing freaking Dreamcast reviews when they were coming out. I mean, we, we've been doing this a long time. This show started in, what was it, October or September of 2007? One of the very first video game podcasts I've ever listened to? Yeah, most people haven't made it to 280 episodes. Yeah. and I, and I can only think of like three off the top of my head. I, I want to be clear. I don't begrudge anyone else their success. Good for them. Yeah. I just don't like getting emails saying, you know, we're really only about serious journalists when I know some of the people who are going to be there exactly. and they're just horrible, stereotypic corporate shills that I would not trust the opinion of because they liked it because they got it for free. Yeah, and uh, like I said the other week, I, I follow some people on uh, Facebook Facebook and Twitter that, um, that I personally have seen and met when I went to E3 a couple years ago and they were getting rejections for E3 as well. And these are people who maybe haven't been, you know, their site hasn't been around as long as ours, but like maybe several years. And I know for sure that's how they make their actual like income. So it's like, if these guys aren't getting in and it's like, holy crap. So anyways, I'm sorry, folks. We tried to give you, first-hand E3 coverage this year because it was going to be a really big show and we're not legitimate journalists. So I'm going to go get me a wife beater and yell from a bedroom and see how that does for me. Shots fired! God (laughs) damn you. I don't... At this point, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I know he called this out on some bullshit before. You know, even naming some fucking people. 
Kiss my ass, dude. Uh, and I don't care if he hears this. You wanna call me out on that? Motherfucker, I've been fucking podcasting since 2007. Go look me up. <laughs> it was called, it was, yeah, 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 seriously. It was called C Plus Gamers Podcast. Oh. And then I was on Evolve Gaming, did 100 episodes there. And I did it for nothing. Didn't get review copies, didn't get shit. I did it because I felt like it and because I like writing reviews. Mm. I busted my ass to get to where I am now, and then they say it's not good enough. Yeah, that's full crap. Well, and it's just, it's the trotting out of weird metrics. You know, I we do our numbers by Google. They seem to be a fairly legit company. They've been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who complete.com, quancast.com, and alexa.com are. Well, I know. I know. I know who, Alexa. Yeah, I know who Alexa is. Anyway. <clears throat> there you so, go. So, so I'm made some enemies today. How about that? Feel better. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's like some kind of like secret society or something. Yeah, the fucking video game Illuminati. Yeah, the the video game Illuminati where he, they they blow each other. <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of do. I mean, it's uh, if, if you're if you're not really based out of Los Angeles or somewhere in the Bay Area, then they don't want really want anything to do with you. I would like to state. That the opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't work for the website. Oh man, I messed I messed up my I'm opportunity to join them. Oh, oh my god. Uh, well, I won't, I won't be getting into the Illuminati now. You know what? You're already in the Illuminati. You are the Illuminati. I'm going to start my own Illuminati. I've got Look, one. If, it, if, if me going to E3 means I have to act like some of those people that are going to E3, then I won't. I won't go to E3. That's that's just the, the biggest thing. Look, the fact of the matter is, I'm not a video game journalist. I never have been. I never claim to be. I like talking about video games. I've been playing them since I was fucking four years old. And I like talking about them. I like telling you what I think about them. And there's some people who like to listen to me. It blows my mind every single day that people actually listen to me when I start talking about video games. What'd but you say? It blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you're not listening to me. No, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> Look, I just like playing video games. I like talking about them. That's what I've always been. I've never said I was anything else. And we never will. And that's the that's the that's the path we've chosen to take. Yep, and that's that's fine. Looks I'm, like we're renegades. Yeah, we're we're the true indie game journalists. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. Start making a movie about us now. Oh, they should. They should make a movie about us and see that. What well, that's yep. like the cycle. That's like the circle of life, though. Like you 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 fight against the machine and then you become the machine. Yeah. Yep. So I just fifth. Yeah, maybe that's the blessing in disguise. Maybe you know, we would have gone to E3 and become tools. I don't know. Oh, I've been to E3 <laughs> twice. 
Well, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, pretty big tool right there. Yeah, I, I, was, I was feeling kind of douchebaggity when I was over there. <laughs> Did you really just say douchebaggity? Yeah, we're getting, yeah. That, we're getting that in the fucking Webster Dictionary. Douchebaggity. Yeah, I was just like, where's the next nearest Starbucks? I need a cappuccino. You know what, Jason? No I'll, baggity, I'm going to douche it up. I like, I like the way you work it. No douchebaggity. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got that out of our system. That was fun. We need to do that more. Yeah, we probably. Thank you. I feel. I feel much. I'll stop hitting my wife now. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, I, I said all those Twitter names earlier. So make sure you hit those up. <laughs> Please, I'd like to hear your feedback. I bet, yes, I bet you would. Mm-hmm. Feel free to share your opinions. Hey, I've pissed off David Jaffe before, so I've seen hell. He follows us on Twitter, you know. Oh, great. I'm just saying. I remember reading those tweets. That was epic. Oh, God, that was a fucking shitstorm. Yes. That I wasn't ready for. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have done your research, you journalist. He got his Illuminati after you. Oh, man, I had I had a whole fucking army after me after that. You know, I mean, it's, as far as I'm concerned, we are only as good as our credibility, and our credibility as reviewers is our opinion. And sometimes I have opinions on stuff that aren't aren't limited to the games that we play. <laughs> I think I'm just going to let it go there. I owe it to you to tell you. You do. You do. You fulfilled <laughs> your destiny. Yes. And be sure to pre-order Destiny now at GameStop. <laughs> yeah. Ta-ching. This, this. For a limited time only between now and when it comes out this fall. Exactly. I gotta get my corporate shell in. Give me a minute. Okay, uh, but I also have to pay the bills with KFC, so Gambus Khan, it's time to do your thing and get us out of here. Alright! Just like uh, the good colonel always says.